This might be timely since you're returning to work after a three-day weekend. Are you thinking about making a big change? Maybe quitting your job? Oftentimes, we like to see things through all the way to the end, or we make decisions based on a commitment of a certain time. I'll retire at age 65. I'll stay at my job for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. But there might be some evidence to suggest that quitting while you're at your most successful might be a better approach. So should you quit while you're ahead? We're going to get into it right now with our next guest, who's a professor of bioethics at Princeton University, founder of the charity The Life You Can Save. His books include The Most Good You Can Do and Ethics in the Real World, and he's a contributor for The Globe and Mail and wrote an article about quitting while you're ahead. Dr. Peter Singer is joining the show. Dr. Singer, good afternoon. Thanks so much for making the time. Thanks very much, Chelsea. Good to talk to you. You know, the idea of quitting while you're ahead, I think, is something that most people would never actually entertain. You sort of want to, you know, get get to your very best and then ride out the last few years and then sort of sail off into the sunset. At least that's, that's I think, our general idea of what retirement should look like. Why did you want to, uh, why did you want to sort of pitch the idea of quitting while you're ahead? What makes you passionate about this? Well, uh, there are a couple of well-known people who did quit while they were ahead recently, as you can perhaps tell from my accent, I'm Australian, so I follow the career of Ash Barty, the uh, first uh, uh, Australian to win the Wimbledon, uh, sorry, to win the Australian Open in 44 years, uh, who has been the number one ranked women's tennis player, and uh, she quit when she was uh, 25 years old, uh, and essentially she wanted to do other things in life. Um, she, in particular, is, is now uh, expecting a, a baby, so that's obviously one of the things that might have interfered with her career, but I think it's not only that. Um, I think she just thought that there are other things in life than working really hard at tennis. Um, and the other example, uh, also from this part of the world, was Jacinda Ardern, the New Zealand Prime Minister, who was 42 when she quit after about five years uh, as a pretty successful Prime Minister. Uh, no challenge to her leadership from within her party. And, and in her case, she said that she just felt that the fuel tank was empty, really. She'd put a lot of effort into this, um, and it was a very demanding position, obviously. And she thought she needed to to stop doing that. So, you know, I, I think people ought to think about that. It's not going to be for everyone, uh, but there are certainly a variety of things you want to do with life. And if you... You know, the way you put it, you go on as long as you possibly can and then sail off into sunset. Maybe it's going to be too late to do those other things. So that's why I think it's it's a, it's good that people see that there are different choices and options you can have. I think those two options that you illustrated sort of point to a larger shift in our idea of what life is all about. It seems that, and maybe it's maybe it's because of COVID, maybe it's because of something else, but you know, over the last couple of years, this idea of work-life balance, I think, is something that a lot of people are actually really trying to embrace and and achieve would you agree that our idea of what life is all about and and sort of you know living to work and burning out constantly is something that we're really reanalyzing yes definitely i think that uh people are thinking yeah what is it all about um and it may not all be about work and that idea that you might say work for one company for uh, the whole of your working life and you get a gold watch at the end and that's that's pretty well over uh, both in terms of gold watches but also in terms of just doing the one thing all your life so yeah i think it's good that people are, are as i say um considering what 
life really holds for them and what they really want to do with their life. Too often we just get into one particular track and we don't think more deeply about it, but uh, it's good to stop and think every few years. Am I really doing what I want to do? Are these my objectives? Uh, am I fulfilling my values? Uh, I think those are important questions to ask yourself. What about people that are in a position at their at their work because you know they have to be, and the idea of quitting while you're ahead well it sounds nice, but realistically doesn't actually work with with their life and with their bills and their their family commitments and you know sort of the real the real the reality aspect of things. Well, of course that's true, and the, the two examples that I gave are both people who had a lot of choices because uh, they didn't really have to worry about paying their bills. Um, so, yes, uh, I think that's an unfortunate fact about uh, the economy that we're in, that uh, there are quite a lot of people who don't have those choices. So they, they do want to pay their bills, obviously. They don't want to become homeless or something like that. And um, their qualifications and skills don't give them a range of choices beyond the work that they're doing. So. I sympathise with that, and I probably don't really have any any helpful advice to offer. Uh, but you know, for to younger people who still have choices about training and qualifications and skills, they might want to think about equipping themselves so that they will have choices uh, when that time comes. Peter, thank you so much for making the time. Uh, really appreciate it. Great, Chelsea. Good to talk to you. Of course. Bye then. Here. That's Dr. Peter Singer, uh, who is, as we said, a professor of bioethics at Princeton University and founder of uh, the charity The Life. You can save wrote an article for The Globe and Mail talking about quitting while you're ahead. And yeah, it sounds like it would be uh, really great if you could embrace that. Uh, if money weren't an issue, uh, might not be anymore for uh, the person that took home half of the 50-50 in last week's Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation 50-50 mega raffle. Now, this was all in support of the Ben Stelter Fund. It topped $3 million imagine winning half of that pot just for buying a ticket uh, now we're starting all over again tonight uh, but hey winning and a 50 50 could it could be life-changing it could be enough to at least take an extended holiday uh, hopefully we'll see you tonight at Rogers place for tonight's game against Philly puck drop is at seven o'clock tonight